Welcome back. You are listening to episode 33. And today we are talking all things about your business and making it legal and making sure that it is legal. So some few things here that we are just going to mention at the top of this is I am not a lawyer. I am not a specialist in legal structures, and so this is purely informational, just things that you will want to consider as you are thinking about starting your business or if you have already started it and you know you're missing some key points here. This is just information on how to help you out. So let's jump right in. You are listening to That Big CEO Energy, where we talk all things business, life, marriage to create an impactful community, teaching you how to lead your life and your business with compassionate strength. It can be scary stepping out from the barriers we still carry while we were once employees and change the narrative to take charge of your business and team. This podcast is a place for you to come to learn to do just that. From personal experiences, interviewing new friends, I hope that you will tune in to listen all that living that big CEO energy can offer you and your business. I'm your host, Callie, entrepreneur and fractional COO. Let's jump in. So when you are getting in business, if you are the type of person that is working a full-time job and looking to turn your side hustle into business that before you do, and even while your business is your side hustle, that you have the legal structure in place and you have the things to make sure that you aren't getting in trouble with the federal government, right? That is that is a thing. And so choosing the right legal structure is a necessary part of running your business. And whether you're just starting out or your business is growing, it's really crucial to sort of understand what the options are for your business and how to make sure that you are following the legal structure. And your legal structure of your business really determines your tax rate, um, any sort of management paperwork requirements, any fundraising abilities. And sole proprietorships, which is if you're a solopreneur looking to move into business, that's likely what you are, are relatively easy to start, but they lack the liability protection. And so while corporations may take more to start, they they do offer that liability protection. And so what does all this mean? Your business legal structure has a lot of ramifications and it can determine how much liability your company faces during lawsuits. And it can put up a barrier between your personal and business taxes or ensure that a barrier like really doesn't exist. And it can often determine how, if you are going to end up with a board of directors, what type of paperwork that they must file. And if you ever really need a board in the first place, what does that look like? But business legal structure is also known as a business entity, if you will. And when you think about business entity, there are a few of them. There's the sole proprietorship, which is, you know, solopreneur. And then there's the partnership, which has several different kinds. But if you are going into business with other people and don't set up a formal business entity, 
your business is automatically considered a general partnership. There's a LLC, which is a limited liability company, and it balances the ease and flexibility of a partnership structure with the increased risk protection and potential tax advantages um, of that corporate structure. And then there's corporations. So with a corporation, the owner's liability for the business obligations is limited to the amount that they have invested in the company. And so business creditors can't go after personal assets. So working through identifying what is going to be the best fit for you really helps you understand how your business will move and and what it needs. And one of the first things really to do is registering your business name. And there's a few different ways that you will want to do this in the sense of if you form an LLC or corporation or any other type of business entity, your business name will be registered with the state. And I will have a link in the show notes to find your state that you need to register your entity name with. And you can put in your name into the database and it will tell you if it's available or not, or specific correlations with the name that you've put in, what similar names are matched to that. So head to that, you'll be able to do that. And if you need to get any federal trademarks, that helps protect your business name nationwide. And you can apply for a trademark and I'll have the link to the show notes in there. And though the trademarks are not required to operate your business, registering your name might be a good idea to protect the exclusive rights that come with a registered trademark. So keep that in mind. And if you are having a brand name, so if you want your actual business name to be your name, so for me, that would be, you know, Callie Plummer. And I want to do business as. So a DBA is often known as a trade name or an assumed name. And you usually register your DBA underneath your entity name. And if your business is using a name other than the official legal name, then it's required. So sole proprietorships and partnerships actually don't need a DBA if they're doing business under the owner's names. And LLCs and corporations also don't need a DBA if they're using the business official name. So it is possible for multiple businesses in the same state to share the same DBA name, depending on your state and sort of the type of business that you have you might want to file a DBA with the state. Working through the entity name, the trademark name, and getting your DBA set up, you'll want to make sure that you have a tax identification number. And almost all businesses must get an EIN except for sole proprietors and single member LLCs with no employees may be able to use the owner's social security number instead which that is what I do. I do have an EIN because if my long-term plan ends up being where I do have employees, then I want to make sure that I have all of that buttoned up ready to go when it's ready. And you can get an EIN for free 
at the IRS website. So again, I'll leave that link below. And it offers specific information um, about the requirements for an EIN on that application page. So you'll want to just pay attention to that. If you are a business that anticipates potential requirements from all levels of government, you'll want to make sure that you get a license and permit through your local and state and the federally issued. So if you're a service provider such as myself, I don't need a business license, but if I were to do any type of government work, especially like food related or any sort of general business that falls into the categories, I will leave a link to the licenses and permits requirements. And the big one for getting your business legal is making sure that you have business insurance. A lot of times I see business owners gloss over this. And no matter how well your business is run, there are still liability risks that can never be eliminated. Risk really is the part of the cost of doing business. And it really pays to make sure that you have business insurance. But depending on the circumstance, certain insurance policies may actually be legally required as a safeguard, much like you know, when you get house insurance or car insurance, whatever that is, many businesses doing business with other businesses really look for if they have business insurance or not, because we just want to make sure that any liability risk can be covered if it happens. And, you know, part of carrying insurance is if it happens. <laughs> and so a lot of people get angry because they're like, I pay for my insurance and I never use it. Well, about the time that you don't start paying for it or you aren't paying for it is about the time that you have a liability happen. So all of that to say, there are multiple different types of insurances that you will need to get depending on where your business is and, and what it's being used for. But some of the things that you will want to look into insurance for, depending on your category, is general liability insurance and it insures basically against near universal liabilities like damage to company property or personal injuries that occur as a result of doing business. And then there's products liability insurance. So that is if you are selling a physical product, it covers alleged harm from defective products and might be important for businesses that produce or distribute goods of any kind. And then there's professional liability insurance. This is also known as errors and omissions insurance. And basically it covers professional negligence on the part of any business employee. So you just want to make sure that you're covered there. Commercial property insurance. So if you have a brick and mortar, uh, you'll want to make sure that, you know, you have coverage for your land and facilities that could have damage like fire, flood, vandalism, things of that nature. And then workers' comp insurance. If you're having employees, if if that is a track that you are on, you'll want to make sure that even if they're a remote employee, even if they are working in an office, you still need to have workers' comp insurance. It covers employees who will get hurt on the job and is required for any business in all states but Texas. You don't need Apparently, you don't need workers' comp in, in Texas if you don't want it. So there's that. And then auto liability insurance. If you have company-owned vehicles or if you have employees that are driving on company time, 
you'll want to make sure that you have some sort of coverage for them as well outside of their their personal coverage. So that is just a little bit about the insurance, but really it's just a matter of making sure that your business structure is set up properly. And if you are a sole proprietor in the business structure, it really has several advantages. You know, if you're a solopreneur just starting out, I don't want you to be overwhelmed because it really is super easy. And the simplest legal structure that you can set up is a solo proprietorship. And if you or only you are ever going to own your business, this probably is going to be this best structure for you. There's very little paperwork. You don't have any partners. You don't have any executive boards. The cost really is fairly low and the tax deductions. So because you and your business are a single entity, you may be eligible for specific sole proprietor tax deductions, such as health insurance deduction. Um, So these are all key things to look into. And then if you ever get to a point where you're like, yep, I'm done. I don't want to do this business anymore. It's really easy to dissolve the business with no formal paperwork. And so that is just one of the few ways that it's really easy to start a business. And a lot of people get overwhelmed about you know, what it is and how do I start? And I don't know what to do on the timeline. And I don't know how to make this all work. And this just seems like it's going to take forever. I have a freebie that will be linked in the show notes that walks you through setting up your business in the next three months. And three months is pretty conservative. So if you want to accelerate it, you're more than happy to do that. But it is really just a bare bones checklist of things to consider, things to get done within your business so that you are set up for success. Going beyond making sure that your business is legal is also making sure that your business is organized. So do you need a contract? Do you need a proposal? If you have a contract and it hasn't been reviewed by somebody in legal, it's really easy to commission a contract lawyer to review contracts. And I would encourage you to do that. And following getting your contracts in order, creating some automation, creating a CRM for yourself. So if you're looking for any of that information, if you're looking to just get started in your business and, you know, maybe you've been doing the side hustle thing for a while and now it's time to get this thing legal, check in the show notes for the link and I will get you that freebie. I hope this really helps you understand choosing the right business, how to choose the best legal structure for your business, the beginning things that you need in order to start your business that are going to be helpful to you from a legality standpoint. And then also being able to launch your business in a healthy way. If you are looking for that, then, you know, that is a link in the show notes. If you ever have any questions about where to start or where to begin, please feel free to send me a message on Instagram and I'm happy to walk you through that. And just remember, you are stronger than you think. Thanks for listening to That Big CEO Energy. If you heard something today that helped you, I would love it if you would leave a review and share it with your friends. This helps more people like you become inspired just like you are. 
If you would like to learn more about how I can help you streamline and position your business for growth or lead your business as a CEO, feel free to jump into the show notes with all of the links to find me. And don't forget to head over to Instagram so we can be pals.